This is episode 211 of How About That Cigar, recorded live at the Corona Cigar Studio. We visit one of the hidden gem cigar shops in the Twin Cities area and provide some other industry topics. Please take a minute to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios. We are on the road today at Ramsey Smoke Shop, and we are so grateful to be here with Omar, Raul, Justin sitting right over here running the show as always. Thank you guys so much for watching live on Facebook and live on YouTube. This is episode 211 of How About That Cigar Live. Grateful to have you guys with us. Please take just a minute, if you would, share us out to your favorite Facebook cigar groups. Let everybody know we're live. Join us in the comments. Let us know what you are smoking. Let us know what you're drinking. Uh, and uh, as uh, as we always do, if you have any questions along the way, um, put those in the comments as well. And if you're listening on the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening while you drive down the road, when you work out, whatever it is you do when you listen to your favorite audio podcast. Thank you for making How About That Cigar a part of it. Uh, and this is episode 211. We're here at Ramsey Smoke Shop. Uh, and Omar, thank you so much for hosting us in your shop, brother. No problem. My it, pleasure. It's great to be here. Very cool. Uh, we're going to learn more about Omar uh, and Ramsey Smoke Shop in just a little bit. Uh, but so the um, NFL preseason is underway. I don't know if you guys saw the any of the Green Bay New England preseason game. Mm-hmm. They ended up having to... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I threw up in my mouth. I hate both those teams. Both those teams. Well, that's okay. But <laughs> they ended up they ended up suspending the game and ending it early because a player on the New England Patriots, uh, last name Bolden, I don't recall his first name, mm-hmm. uh, got severely injured, uh, basically knocked out uh, with about 11 minutes left to go in the game. Wow. wow. Uh, had to get stretchered out, and the both both teams agreed we're calling it. Yeah. Uh, so it was – but – he was released later that night from the hospital. Concussion? Uh, not entirely. I mean, yes. Yeah. But he was able to leave the hospital on his own and fly back home with the team. So, you know, grateful that he wasn't severely injured. Crazy. Um, and whether or not he's going to, you know, have a future, hopefully he can bounce back from it. You yeah. know, if he wants to keep playing. Uh, so the Twins. Well, let's go back to. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about that quarterback? The Jordan Love? Yes. I feel good about him. Uh, do I think he's going to jump right in and be as good as Aaron Rodgers was at his peak or as good as Brett Favre was at his peak? No. But I think yeah. he has the same potential that those guys did. Yeah, they kind of all had these weird transitions. Yeah. Um, you know, Favre. And but even Rodgers struggled, yeah. you know, early in his career and again late in his career now now he's new york's problem so i don't really <laughs> listen pal i think your luck has run out 
it, it, two hey. quarterbacks for 25 years, right? At Roughly 25 years. At some point, that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty dang good. Yeah, I think your luck is done. We, we are very lucky in that respect. No love for love and the Green Bay Packers. This wow. year, this year is going to be all about the defense for Green Bay. Uh, I, I mean, we have. Don't get me wrong. We have great running backs. We do have some talented receivers, and if Jordan Love can prove himself, that's great, and I'll be happy for it. But it's not going to be an. It's an uphill Ooh. battle like crazy. Stop looking at my shorts, you freaks. <laughs> So if I don't pull my leg out, then my belly shows. Come on. I got to win over here. So, Omar, you a Vikings fan? I am. And are have you watched any preseason stuff? I've, nope. Yeah. not. Uh, have you followed, like, offseason? Do, do you think they're going to be any good this year? I'm just hopeful. I'm just, a, just your true Minnesota sports fan. Just I'm along for the ride. I'm hopeful. I'll celebrate the wins. I will complain about the losses. I'll blame everyone. I'll think, you know, we'll have it all figured out. Yeah. We know what went wrong, but yeah, I, I'm just hopeful. It'll, it'll be cool. Hopefully another good season like last year. What yeah. do you think the record's going to be? I'm, I'm just hoping for like 10 wins. 10 wins 10. would be, would be good. You know what I mean? It'd be amazing. I think, I think the Vikings have a chance to get more than 10 wins. No. You don't think so? No. I think they should be happy with eight and eight. Wow. Well, it's a seven, it's a seventeen game season now. <laughs> oh, my math is—I've never yeah. been good at that math stuff. Okay, That's, I'll give them so nine, and, nine eight and eight or eight nine, and nine. Nine, nine and eight. cigars. Nine and eight, eight cigars. Nine <laughs> cigars to eight cigars. Oh, now I got it. Now it makes sense. Okay. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, the only thing that I'm pretty certain of is that the Lions are going to win the NFC North. I mean, that just seems like a foregone conclusion. Would I love it if the Green Bay Packers, like, stunned everybody and won the NFC North? Of course I would, but I just don't, on paper, I don't see it happening. What about Chicago? Chicago is actually falling in the rankings the further the preseason goes along. Chicago has fallen to projected fourth in the NFC North. Really? Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's getting to be exciting. Hey, Justin, Justin is a miracle. What was it? Oh, Justin, Justin's a miracle worker. Look at you. Thank you, Justin. Um, I love you. So, so the Minnesota twins uh, are doing pretty well. They're six games (sighs) in first place uh, in the worst division in baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We did pretty well recently. We, we took two out of three from the pirates who are very, very mediocre. Um, and tomorrow we start a two-game series against the Brewers, and we're probably going to get killed because the Brewers are very good. Um, so we'll it's see. It's hard to say what team shows up. That's it's so weird. That's just it because like we they beat the good teams yeah. and they lose to the crap teams. I they're frustrating to watch, but but still still fun. Um, so unfortunately, lo- yeah. I'm going to hide my face when we start talking about baseball. Well, that's okay. Well, there's only a little more baseball talk left. I got to just shout out to our pitcher, Lopez, who is on an absolute – he, for like his last three or four starts, he has pitched 19 consecutive hitless innings, which is insane for any pitcher. So hats off to him for – uh, really having a great yeah. month, and yeah. hopefully he can keep that going. Yeah. Um, and speaking of baseball, 
That's oh, the, who, I swear yeah, I was who, trying oh, to get past it. Yankees. Wait, you the, dirty buggers, you. The the who? The Yankees. The yeah, the Yank. Who who is? I'm not sure if I'm. I was trying to get by this. I was trying to hide my face. <laughs> yeah, the jerk. And not talk about it. The you know. Ah. Who the unbelievable? The, it's how do you say it again? The Yankees. Or where are they from? What what's New state? York? They're from New, New York. Oh, New York. Okay. I'm going to lose a bet to that young man right there, Zach Young. Thanks for bringing that up, buddy. No, I'm beating him. Mets suck. Yeah, the Mets are the Mets are terrible. They were Mets were supposed to be so good and they've fallen apart. Just terrible. So But speaking of cigars and speaking of baseball, uh Cigars and Baseball is coming up on September 14th at CHS Field in St. Paul, Minnesota. That is where the St. Paul Saints play. Uh, and for the third year in a row, how about that cigar? We'll be live at CHS Field covering. <coughs> I just like total, total lung full of Raul's Ra- Ra- cigar. I'm going to blame that on you, Raul. That's not on Omar. That's on Raul. Um, First time you smoke? We will be live at Cigars and Baseball 2023 on September 14th. Uh, and I'm not 100% sure, but I believe there are still tickets available. So. Uh, the best way to find out is to go to cigarsbaseball.com, cigarsbaseball.com. Find out all the info there, uh, and we will be broadcasting live all day, featuring some great cigar companies, uh, some fantastic local food, breweries, distilleries, all kinds of good stuff, and it's baseball. a fantastic time. And live baseball. You just can't beat it. Nope. Um, it's amazing. It's, it's for amazing cause, too. So uh, let's get into our main event of the evening. And on How About That Cigar, that is brought to us by our friends at Drew Estate and the all-new upcoming Drew Estate Barn Smoker events. Every VIP attendee will receive a 12-count box of Liga Pravada H99 Connecticut Corojo Flying Pigs as part of the VIP ticket package. Also, Drew Diplomat retailers who register and attend any barn smoker can purchase as many as five 12-count H99 Flying Pig boxes to sell in their stores. Each 12-count box will have an MSRP of $246. Liga Provada H99 Connecticut Corojo Flying Pigs will only be available to VIP experience ticket holders and select Drew Diplomat program retailers who attend this year's Barn Smokers. For more information, please visit barnsmoker.com. All right. So we are here live at Ramsey Smoke Shop. And so, so Omar, thank you, first of all, for having us in your shop, brother. My pleasure. Uh, is this technically an uh, Andover or Ramsey? It's Ramsey. So it is actually Ramsey. That's the that's the mailing address. Yes. Okay. We share we share the zip code with Anoka, so we. You got the. T- it gets mixed up. Are you gonna? You don't have a mic. Oh, okay. Right on. <laughs> no, sorry, Justin's like just do the show, man. Shut up. Sorry. So, so yeah, uh, Ramsey, Minnesota. There's a Ramsey out east somewhere in New Jersey. All right. I get a phone call from from a customer every once in a while, but. Um, yeah, Ramsey, Minnesota, five, five, three, zero, three. Nice. Uh, well, we have a lot of questions for you because, um, this has been, uh, this has been a shop that we've enjoyed coming to for a long time. And this is actually my first um, time here. It's actually your first. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. That we know that's not true. Hey pal. Uh, but before we get into the questions and all that stuff, I haven't fired up a cigar yet. Um, yes, and you guys have stuff questions. fired up. So Omar, what are you smoking? 
Um, I am smoking a Chagi. Dose seven seven. Okay. A little hidden gem. Yeah. In our humidor. Uh, what do you got there, Raul? I'm smoking the Auto file, the new one. Oh, the new Emilio. Very nice. Uh, I am going to fire up uh, one that I talk about a lot that I enjoy very much, um, and I love that they have them available here. Uh, and that is the Crook of the Crown from Stolen Throne Cigars. I'm going to fire that up right now on the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Camp. When lighting your cigar, it's important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In the same way that Raul rubs my nipples, it's the same way that Steve Saka brings those same qualities to ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. From Sumber Mesa to Umbagad, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. You are Very awesome, brother. Nice. You are Ju awesome. Justin is Justin is the multitasking like Oscar winner tonight. He's, He's all over this this back room here at Ramsey Smoke Shop. What so. you didn't see is Justin try to hand over that paragraph for him and I to read. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Nope. Under pressure, I can barely read my children books. Yeah. Not alone. <laughs> Some well, people said he couldn't read at all. So, I mean, well, he can read a little bit. Oh, I can read my name. He can read a little bit. I don't have my glasses. Wink, wink. Well, he can do that. You can get through the eye test at the at the DMV. We're so that's about reading, it, right? We're, we're good at reading menus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know all the and, menus uh, around here. When they yeah. got when they got the pictures on the at, on the menus, you mm -hmm. just point and say, "I want that." <laughs> That looks good. That. <laughs> uh, so, Omar, um, take us back uh, before we get into the origins of the shop and your origins in the tobacco business. Take us back to your first premium hand rolled cigar. Uh, what, what, if you remember what it was, and 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 when when you had your first one? So, there's probably like two or three that I recall being my first and go tos constantly. And they were, um, I wouldn't put this in the premium cigars, but the Baccarats. Oh, yeah. that's I put that in the premium I'm, realm. Sure. I mean, it's so, probably a probably a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. But, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the Rocky Patel Vintage Series. Okay. Those were always a go-to of mine. And that, that's a really, I mean, to this day, I probably will recommend that to some customers. That are starting out it's a great medium you know to full cigar to start with easy size to smoke but th those two are probably my two that i smoked a lot of. okay and take us back in time to you know how how not only how did ramsey smoke shop get its start but how did you you know get into the tobacco business yeah so I was in the middle of transitioning between you know, high school and college, community college and tech school. And I just wasn't finding my, my place. So my father was uh, also in a, in a bit of a transition from one business to another and had just sold his grocery store. And we, um, uh, Started another business. Don't have to get into that too too much, but we did that for about a year and a half. 
And my father met the original owner of this shop that was a few doors down. Um, started working there kind of part-time, getting to know the guy. He just kind of was, he was almost at retirement age. I know it's hard. It's crazy to say that now since we've been doing this for 18 years, but my father, he's been, he's, he's, he was in the business for a long time. Um, still with us, but he's working a lot less. So at that point we were ending the business that we started together. And he said, well, I'll, I'd be willing to buy this smoke shop if you were to do it with me. So uh, I said, sounds good. Let's do it. And it ju we just I just fell into it. Okay. And so that was, sorry to interrupt. No, that's all right. But really what really brought me closer to the industry and the passion behind cigars was only about 13, 14 years ago when I started going to IPCPR, which is now PCA. And that was really where I was involved a lot more hands-on with the cigar, choosing the right stuff to bring in and ordering and really yeah. involved into that. So when the shop first started out or, or when you, when you bought the shop, it was, and still is, it's, it's a shop for all basically all tobacco users. Yeah. If they're cigarette smokers, if they're pipe smokers, uh, roll your own cigarettes, you know, things like that, hookah and so on. Um, when, cause you said it was 18 years ago. Yes. So over that 18 years, how much would you say the square footage of premium cigars versus other products? Has it stayed the same? Has it changed over the years? Ooh, yeah, well, for sure changed. Okay. Yes. Uh, you know, with with a with an established business, you you kind of start evolving a little bit as far as being able to have purchasing power, relationships with your, you know, uh, other companies that will help you out, terms and all that stuff. So, you obviously can't start from, you know, zero to a hundred so quickly so it, it really did take some time for us to develop those relationships and you know having that kind of purchasing power so our inventory has increased from you know where we used to be a grab and go only well like i you know i would have to order a cigar order a box for a, a wedding event or whatever it may be and i and i would always look at other shops and and just kind of like you do with everything else, you, you you look up to some shops and look up to some owners and ask them questions. And, um, you know, I, I never thought I would be able to sell a box to somebody. Yeah. You know? Like I, I, you just, you, you just look at it and you're like, that's pretty cool. So now we're always ready. You know, you always have stuff on hand. And so it, it, it now it's, it, it's a quite a bit more as far as inventory goes. Um, the actual humidor itself is is pretty packed, but it's you know well organized, packed. Yeah. Um, and then overstock is is important, so that you do can, you can just fulfill that need right away when somebody comes in and says, "I need a a box for this bachelor party, a gift, whatever it is." That's yeah. kind of important. Now, as you started to increase more and more premium cigars, um, making them available to your customers. Was that a result of your becoming more 
uh, in love with premium cigars or your customers asking for them more or both? Man, it was it was a, a couple of things. I think the biggest transition was our state tax, our cigarette tax. So when we first started, I think it was 35%. Do you remember that? I think it was 35 yes. for a while. And then it doubled, went on to like 70 or 75%. And then it went up to 95% with a $3.50 cap. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. And that was right kind of around where I was starting to become a, you know, you get a distributor license where you're able to purchase from out of state direct and all this stuff. And the 50 cent cap was really the big change for us where I started going to the show. The cap was always on your mind, like 350, 350. That's huge. 95%. I'd, I'd have to be like very careful what you're purchasing. But with the 50 cent cap, it, it changed everything for us. We, we, I didn't really have to think too much. Um, so I, I started falling in love with more expensive cigars, which tend to be or happen to be boutique cigars. So at that point, it was an affordable cigar for this state. Finally. So I kind of took that as a way to just, you know, take a chance with some of these boutique brands. And yeah, it's it's been like that ever since. So I have a question for you. Go ahead. You uh you're one of the shops that are on social media. You boost a lot of social media, um, on Instagram and on Facebook. How has that helped your business and and have you seen a lot of foot traffic from that um yeah social media is kind of weird i'm not like an expert by any means i don't do you're no justin <laughs> i'm no justin i don't do enough i probably my wife would probably say like just do it do more do more whatever it is um so i i've really been pushing myself to try to do it more and more um but i think the biggest thing is uh our our local our local social media like our our local groups have been like the absolute best yeah um that's really what you know when you when you when you see something is there for you to try i don't want to say like capitalize on or take advantage of but but it's like almost the community is getting them together and just bringing on a brand to just hang out while you're having a herf. That was just like easy math to me. I was like, why, why are these people having herfs and no representation by any brands? So right. those groups really did help. So those groups are all over social media. So that that's where it was at. For me, it was like, let's get some people together and then let's help out people, help out a brand. Why not invite a rep and have him hang out? And just if they buy one of his sticks, that's great for him, great for me. And let's pay back to the community that supports you by doing a deal or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, social media is huge. But I think more um, any kind of, you know, emails or, you know, posts or groups really help a lot more. 
social media these days has become like way outside your your general common people so you know we have a good amount of followers on instagram but how many of them are are my customers yeah it's probably i don't know maybe 25 30 percent yeah so the rest of them are all just eyes from the industry which is great too mm -hmm. like we get phone calls and you know phone orders or whatever from that too but it's all from outside but it all helps each other out i mean you're talking algorithms and all that stuff i don't know how well that works or but it, it, has, it's all it's it's a part of a, a little part of the whole big picture and and has sure. social media helped you as far as saving on maybe your marketing yeah so i don't do yeah we don't do any marketing i don't do any that had signs that shirt, outside that had in the shirt anymore wait this kind of marketing <laughs> just marketing your marketing budget in general that's a uniform bro yeah i uh <laughs> uh look i i stopped doing any kind of my marketing is word of mouth like that is the most valuable my my relationships and the, and the people that help help this store are the people that shop here like it's the it's the number one marketing tool um, the relationships I have with my customers and that I built, it's been the greatest thing. And that's why I love doing like the events that I do is it's almost every single time we've talked about this before. Like it's almost every event that I do, it's almost like a customer appreciation. Yeah. You know, there's always mm -hmm. food here. There's always drinks. There's always make sure that the brand or the event coordinator of, uh, you know, the, the brand that's here is doing something for the customers. It's not all about you know just buy my stuff you better have some free stuff i know that sounds terrible but that's true or a no, deal true. or 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 we can work something out yeah so if a brand doesn't have enough free goods i will give a discount it, it's it's truly the, the the best way to do it and i want everybody to have a good time you know so and and then the the greatest uh you know tool for that has been um you know emails facebook and instagram yeah that's pro that's all i mean there's no there's no paid advertising that will that will help that would help that kind of thing. well and like you said we have here in the twin cities area i mean they're they're minnesota wide but specifically the twin cities area just because the populace is so much higher here the facebook groups that we have are extremely active mm -hmm. and everybody talks about oh which shop has this which shop has that yes. people take pictures all the time what they're yes. smoking and mm -hmm. stuff like that and that uh and people do that of their own free will you're not asking people to do that or anything like that and and yeah you post when you have events and stuff like that but i and i guarantee that's happening all across the country in big cities and small towns all across the country people go on facebook and they set up their own community cigar groups and they say hey there's an event over at you know stewie cigar lounge or whatever it might be tonight at uh, you know six o'clock or yeah. you know yep. bring uh you know bring a, uh bring a chair and you know we're gonna have bags and we're gonna have burgers or whatever and you know come hang out and mm -hmm. people flock to stuff like that because especially in states like this where you don't have a lot of outdoor time you know right. the no, year the, no. the outdoor year is short here so we have to really take advantage of it correct and um it makes a big difference yeah and you know i get a lot of direct messages from people customers friends i mean everybody is 
it's cliche to say everybody's family, but it's truly like, you know, it, it's, it, it is a family. Everybody becomes so close to you. But just yesterday, a friend of mine, customer, uh, sent me a picture of a stick and said, this is really great. And I'm, you know, when you say you don't tell anybody to do anything or whatever, but the only thing I'm guilty of, if it's a bad thing, I don't know, but I do tell them, I, you know, yesterday I said, you should really post that on our group, on our club. Yep. Just so that, because it works, like if you're enjoying something or if you hate it, I would recommend just posting it. Yeah. Always, you know, and he, mm -hmm. he did happen to like it. I mean, and I was like, you know what? That would be a cool cigar to just post in our in our private group for the smoke shop, and he did. So I, I you know, I, and he because he was enjoying it, and I said, you know what? That'd be cool if you shared it, and he did. Um, so that does, you know, I've never really, you know, I really do thank people that do post and tag us. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm making sure. Did I ever pay anyone to do it? Yes, I me. Did I? Okay. So I can't pay say me in foot rubs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do notice it and I thank people and I appreciate it. But obviously there's no, there's no point to us like saying you got to do it or, you know, must right. do it. But Hey, does it help? Yes. I always tell people that'd be cool. If you post it, that'd be awesome. I mean, if you ask for a discount jokingly or for real, I'll give you a discount, but it's not like I'm, well, you know, people, out, you know, it, it helps. It's yeah. it's your time. It's your post. It's your privacy. So I, I get it. Like everybody, you know, we're not influencers, but you know, but like in a way you are, though, yeah, you are. in a way you are, because <laughs> people, whether it's a cigar brand like Drew Estate or Dunbarton or some somebody else, or it's a cigar shop, people rely on that sort of um, that sort of identified loyalty that customers have where they they either identify with the brand or they identify with the shop and they say i just want to i want to give a shout out to you know about this because i i have i, I feel some kind of sense of loyalty yep. uh, because they i think they do good work and i think they um you know are a good contributor to the community of cigar smokers yeah uh, and I think that makes a huge difference. Uh, the customers, they'll they'll get behind somebody that they want to see succeed. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important. Huge. What does that say? I, I accept payments. Retailers. <laughs> Retailers are not influencers. I agree with you, Jay Davis, and I love you, Jay Davis. But I think I think you can be. I think it's possible to be both, while not being a full time influencer. Um, I think it's possible to influence uh, your cigar community and your customers. What would you What would you say to that, Omar? Yeah, no. When I said influencers, I'm talking about uh, the people, the customers yeah. themselves are. You know, and I said we're not influencers. I'm saying like people in general because I'm just I'm a cigar smoker, just like every other customer. So when I post on my personal, well, I don't do much personal cigar. But when I'm posting on Instagram, I'm somewhat of a, I mean, I could influence someone to go another shop to buy the brand because I'm personally influenced by a few shops that I follow online um, that I look up to and I follow and I think, okay, this guy's doing this in another state. But when I said influencers is people do get paid to be influencers. And I'm just stating that uh, cigar smokers can just say that they are to me or whatever. And I'll say- well I'll give you a discount or thank you for that. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is 
it is noticed and we appreciate it because you are somewhat influencers. But, but there are there are cigar shops that are influencers, like Abe. You know, bigger. There, there's bigger ones yeah, bigger that are. Shops, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I, but there are even some smaller shops, you know, scattered around the country. Cigar who, fanatic. you know, what's that? Cigar fanatic, cigar fanatic and yeah. uh, I think of some others from scattered around the country, like Nickel City Cigars oh, yeah. and Underground, Definitely. and you know, they're not massive shops. They don't have multiple locations necessarily, yeah. but they do have. They have managed to build big files. Even Jay Davis, who commented Blue Blue Smoke of Dallas, you know, that uh, they, they have they have built a pretty good sort of following online uh and i think that's a good thing mm-hmm. um but so when one of the things that you see at cigar shops all around the country we see them here in the twin cities cigar events you know a brand will say hey i'm gonna be in town you know on this weekend can i do an event at your shop and shops that are like that that are in the same vein as ramsey smoke shop you know that are full encompassing tobacco shops Mm -hmm. it's extremely rare to see shops like that have in-store events for established premium cigar brands and you have really built i mean you've had luciano morales here you've had Lee Marsh from Stolen Throne Cigars. You've had ooh. James Brown from yeah, ooh. ooh. <laughs> You've had James Brown from Black Label Trading Company, and and the list goes on. Yes, that is that cannot happen without you taking the time to go to the trade show and all those other things and build those relationships through Calvin, the salespeople, and you know the yeah. the, the the sales reps who are local. But you don't see that hardly ever at at um, full, full on at, at C shops yeah, or, right. or head shops. What, what, what led you to break into that? And, and what, what do you think the difference maker is that got you events like that at, at your shop? Um, when I said, Ooh, about Lee Marsh, he's <laughs> the one that kind of got the ball rolling for us. Like I, I, I brought that brand in very early on. He was a great, person to talk to any questions that i had about his brand he was you know within minutes he would respond to me um and i just kind of took a chance i just said hey do you want to come to the shop on a weekend during the summer or a friday friday herf we'll do something with you here and let's do it and he's the first one to ever say yes and it it was it kind of got the ball rolling on those big Friday afternoon evening herfs or, or or Saturday herfs. Look, it's Facebook was our, our face group Facebook group in Minnesota, the Minnesota Herf Connection, was kind of a it's a very unique situation in Minnesota. We have a ton of smoke shops like this. Yeah. Um, like I think there's gotta be more smoke shops here per capita than any other state. I've ever yeah, seen. there's like hundreds just in the Twin Cities area. It's crazy. So, and 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 good for them. It's it's a great, you know, whatever they do is fine. They expand, open up shops, but you know, I just saw something unique. Like you want to try to stand out from other smoke shops. You want to throw yourself out there and take a risk, and then you got to kind of be knowledgeable with some of these brands. So. Um, I think the biggest thing is was just building relationships with those companies 
and kind of letting them trust me that I will do my best to make this good. But really, like what pays off the most, what, what really paid off is the support of all these uh, customers of ours. They really did turn out to some of the smallest companies and 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 what they love the most uh, they the companies or the you know the uh, owners um uh is the minnesota i guess the minnesota nice in <laughs> all of us comes out yeah like these guys have no idea that they're when they come here they're just like i can't believe how much love we have here or and i said you know what it's it's what we do like you're here and we're going to talk your ears off and that's what really i mean lee was one of the first and then it was just uh you know that builds your confidence too like i'm always just worried yeah w- what's gonna happen is anybody gonna show up no one's gonna show up but you gotta put your trust in your customers and these these guys are they're amazing i mean they're and wouldn't you say uh minnesota cigar smokers are pretty darn knowledgeable yes i i, I don't know I can't compare it to other states because we're here, but when we sit down, I, I think a lot of our our smokers they know the blend, they know the brand, they know yeah. the the blends, they know what farms it came from, they they know all that stuff. Yeah, you know, sure. I think some of those guys are almost set back or or surprised that we know so much about their brand. Yes, very true, and 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 also like the dedication or the support that they get from each and every one of these guys is is it, i mean they i i i hope these owners are grateful i know it's it's not an easy thing like that that's another thing that you that you run into as a retailer is like you want to make sure you have a good relationship you want to have good support from the brand because it's a it's a it's a two-way what's the saying two-way road two-way, two-way street two-way street you yeah. got it I'm going to support you. Please make sure you're supporting us. And and it's just stopping in, coming in, hanging out, talking to customers. Even if you're not getting any orders that day, talk to customers about your cigars. Just tell them. And, and, and with events, people come in and say, you know, I'm a, I can't really buy the deal. I said, you're you're here. Enjoy a burger or whatever we have. Just buy a stick or, or zero. You've been my customer for years. This is me thanking you. Grab, grab a sandwich and hang out. You don't even have to buy anything. Yeah. And 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 if the rep doesn't see that or hear us talk like that, and uh, hopefully, you know, there's there is a way we can get them to be involved um, with the customer in, in in one way or another. Well, that yeah. and that Minnesota nice thing kind of plays into that. Where you're totally right. You, I, I know for a fact that somebody could show up here for a cigar event and you know raul or somebody else is out front grilling up burgers and you got the tent set up and and everybody's having a good time that person could sit down with a burger and and you know and a coke and not have to walk into the shop and buy anything Mm. and you you totally would stand by that but at the same time the minnesota nice thing nobody people i can't Nobody's no, going to do that. No. I can't remember who it was, but some... Thanks, Mark. There was a... I want to get to Rich Jordan's question, but, uh, guys, there was a there was a rep or an owner that, that that's from New York, and he's like, 
you know, I've been to these New York shops and all they do, you know, you, you just get a comp, you know, a customer in there. They say, give me a freaking box. And then, you know, they move on and just go away. And then they're like, I come here and these guys want to talk. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it is different. It's- There's a, the cigar nerd culture where like Raul was saying, people are knowledge and people, it seems like most of the people who are in the Facebook cigar groups have a desire to learn more about the way the cigars are made and, 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 uh, and all that stuff. Um, Rich Jordan. Yeah. I can't read it from here. My <laughs> it's, it's hidden. Yes. No, it's a, on average. How many customers attend a brand event in your shop? Does it pay off for the brand ambassador to make the trip? Um, I don't know what our average is. Uh, I, I think between 50 and a hundred come and go, but a hundred is like on the right. Would you yeah, say, that's I mean, huge. That's huge, but like, yeah, starts at least fifty come and go at some and, point, but sometimes more, uh, maybe seventy. But it does it pay off? You know, it might not. It, I, it pays off to me. Like, I, I almost, I, I don't. I almost kind of want to say to the owners or ambassadors or the rep, uh, it's almost like who cares? You know, let's just well, do it. I'll place an order that it'll be a good order, but I can't, it shouldn't matter to them what, what, what my end result is. Right. Cause they have the order. Am I stuck with their product? If I'm not going to sell it all, if it doesn't do well, but thankfully there's a way, you know, there's been a, always a way. At, again, it's like the customers are, this base is, is amazing. Wouldn't yeah. you say though, it always pays off for them because once they come here, and they interact with everybody, and they start talking to everybody and talk, talking about their brand. And when they don't just sit on the couch, they actually get up and go from person to person. That yeah. buyer that maybe just bought only five cigars, next time he comes in, he's going to buy two or three. Yeah. And then the next time you have that same owner rep in here, they're going to buy more because they have a connection with them now. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So I think it always pays off for the that company. Yeah. I mean, those – and when I say who cares – I'm saying, you know, how many times have has like, uh, you know, the big, um, I don't know, uh, speakers and all these internet influencers and tell you to take a risk and, you know, why shouldn't these brand owners take a risk? Just yeah, I'll buy the ticket, come here, I'll I'll buy, you know, an event order and let's just see what happens. You know what, what what's gonna happen? Um, Obviously, you can plan trips around it, stop at other shops. Hopefully, other shops carry your brand, so make those different stops. You know, one of the the first boutique brands we brought in was Black Label Trading Company. And uh, we've had them for about seven or eight years now. And and this summer was the first time James Brown made it here. And you know who I thank for, for, for that? Um, it's the two other shops that picked them up, three other shops in Minnesota that picked them up. Yeah. So they decided to support the brand. They saw the success of that, brought them in. So I told Calvin, I said, thanks for opening up more accounts. It's hard to say that. Um, you know, it was harder to say that four or five years ago where I was building the brand up yeah. and waiting for that time for people to cut, you know, have, you know, the chance to meet James and talk to him about his blends or whatever. Um, but it was only this year that he was able to stop at three different shops along 
the way to come to ours. So right. whether it was, you know, there was Iowa shops, there was Minnesota shops and Wisconsin shops, they, they make it worth it for them. So, which means all those shops made event orders, mm -hmm. all those shops did all the advertising and, and pushing the brand. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. J, uh, Rich for sure. I mean, it, 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 it helps everyone. Um, and to Raul's point, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, sales are good, but uh, even if I, I can't I, with, without trying to sound, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, I try to sound as genuine as possible when I say this, it really doesn't matter. I really, you know, sometimes people will come in and say, I, I'm not buying much today. And I'm like, it really doesn't matter. Or, or your customers will ask, you know, how, what do you think of the turnout? It's pretty good. Right. I said, Look, you're here. That's all that matters. All all four seats in the front are filled. The eight seats in the back are filled. The outdoor seating is filled or filling. That's all that really matters. Um, just you know, I'll take the hit. You know, whatever. Well, it, and it, it, it's the risk you take with business. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, but it says something about the because a lot of times people focus on you know competition between shops and and even competition between brands, but with, with shops, you know, somebody will say, oh, I don't want, you know, I've got, I've, I've really made, made sort of this, of this brand of focus of my humidor. And I might not want some other shops in the area to carry that brand because I sort of was one of their first, you know, uh, advocates and brought them in and, and, you know, now they're getting some more traction and some other shops are bringing them in and you know, people used to have to come to my shop if they wanted that brand. But like you said, that the fact that some other accounts in the area opened, yep. that got James Brown up here. Yep. So in, in a way, it's it you, you almost want that brand to keep succeeding, even at some of your competitor shops around the area, because the brand owners and the brand ambassadors will see that. Mm -hmm. And um, it it makes the trip. Uh, in their minds, even though it's worth it anyway, yes, it makes the trip worth it. Uh, and I think that's great because, um, there, you know, there's some far larger shops here in the Twin Cities area that, um, will will maybe, you know, see the success that a hidden gem shop like yours is having, and say. Well, maybe maybe we need to think more about some of these boutique brands that we have have kind of cast aside over the past few years. Yeah. yeah. And I think it can only be good in the long run for the cigar smokers in the area, because um, and one of the things I want to talk about is related to that is your walk in humidor. You have curated and I always use the term curated because it's like, you know, somebody who chooses the art that's going to hang in a museum or somebody who you know, chooses the bourbons they're going to sell at their shop or at their bar or whatever it may be, or their wines. Yeah. Um, you've curated a really great humidor because you do have legacy brands because they do sell and people do ask for them. But you have, you've kind of been a driving force for boutiques in the Twin Cities area. What, what leads you to take a chance on a brand yeah well a few, a few things um my 
my approach is it's it's kind of it's a little selfish i don't know it's it's a little weird i i have a i've i've kind of become so passionate about the story behind the brand where this person thought of what they thought of what they're doing now how involved they are are they building a team are they sticking with what they have are they taking care of all the work uh, i be kind of want to be kind of careful what i say as far as like certain uh, not certain brands but certain approaches to building a new brand or whatever so my my approach is is first and foremost if i'm going to talk to you or or email you and show interest how interested are you in me also um without mentioning mentioning this brand so i had an instance where uh there was a brand that i that i really love and i brought in and um it's been about i don't know i would say eight or nine years maybe now no that's too much six six or seven years and i i stopped at their booth on my way to a, an appointment in between in between appointments and i uh stopped really quick and and looked around and the owner approached me he's like oh yes we're, we're working on this new cigar it just came out brand new uh looks awesome please stop by i said i i am stopping by right now this is me stopping by <laughs> i'm on i'm on my way to appointments in between yours um and that was the end of the conversation so i, I said yes i i'll make sure to stop by and and I took it kind of personal when he just did that, where he approached me, told me about the cigar, and that was it. Yeah. And I said to myself, man, if, if I was in his position where I, he was supporting me or, or vice versa, wouldn't you wouldn't you just take the, the minute to say, come here, come here, come here. Uh, let me show you this thing. Take one now. Smoke it on your way to your appointment and come back. And, and, and I've, I've said this many times where – there's times where you're approached at these conventions and they stop you and literally tell you about all your brand, all their brands and, and, and here, smoke this now or, or take this and smoke this. And look, this, this, this cost them a lot of money to make, bring and pay for the show and all this stuff. So I, you know, sometimes I, I turn it down, but if it's a brand that I've supported and I, I took care of it and they, they in turn didn't do so much back to me. Um, that's kind of not a red flag, but, that kind of hurts me personally because I am going to purchase this eventually if I love it, or I'm just going to purchase what you created because you're, you're my brand and in, in, in my humidor. Um, so it's a lot of, with me, it's a lot of relationship building with the brands, um, whether it's the rep or the owner, it, it really doesn't matter. I make it sound like I'm, I'm this huge, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, like huge retailer online and all this stuff. Like we do well, we're, we're, we're very happy. I love our customers, but I think you should take care of any size shop that you have. I think we both are in a very great position to be able to sell cigars. So he should take care of me no matter how big of a account I am to him or not. You should, you should treat everybody the same. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I, I do that. I try to do that the same with my customers and in turn, I would like to see that. Uh, I suppose this story gets a little long, but I didn't go to this booth 
this 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 past year and uh you know i got a a little uh, i got a a message after a, a a post on social media i got a message from this person um and i said uh you know he just said how's it going i said it's going good how are you and he's like how is our stuff doing there i said well it's a little down but you know we still support you but something is up it's a little down yeah you know and immediately he said what phone number should i call you at like they wanted to talk yeah so that turned it around a little bit we talked and we we, we talked about brainstorm i told him my story as to how i approached him and in this and that and and i said again i said i don't need to be like i, I didn't expect you to like you know kiss my hand or anything <laughs> i it, we were all at the trade show for a reason. You do like that, though. I, <laughs> so I just said, this is how I felt, and I hope you understand. He said, you know what? I really apologize. I did drop the ball. And so, and by him reaching out, we're rebuilding the relationship. Um, so it's it's a lot. Obviously, the cigar, the factory they're being made at, that was like a big, easy question for anybody to ask in the last, like, four or five years, what factories being, well, you know, who's making your stuff, who's the yeah. blender, this or that. Um, but it is kind of important. Like, where did you choose? How did you choose? Did you go down to the different factories and try out your cigars? Are you being sent cigars? Are you just like throwing a band on a cigar and saying, this is yours? Mm -hmm. So it takes some time. And there is, you know, there's a few things that I've um, handed out to customers that I, that I really, uh, um, what uh, kind of value their opinion? On yeah, it. of course. Um, because I'm not like an expert by any means. There's there's cigars that I love. There's blends and flavors that I love. But the the customers, some of these guys really can 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 taste some great things out of samples and and really tell me what it's like. Um, so I started out by buying things like little, like just a couple facings, three four facings from a company maybe an extra box but i was really still pretty like very careful like i can't buy too much i can only buy four facings mm -hmm. not even extra boxes so it, it's a little bit of everything um social media has a lot to do with it and when i said earlier there's a uh um the there's a couple of shops throughout the united states that i kind of um co not compare but I, I really do follow what they do. Um, I'm I'm subscribed to their emails, to their sales, uh, all their you know Instagram, Facebook, and it and I you know I I, I could say I mean it's it's not like we're we're writing songs and copying <laughs> riffs or whatever, but there's shops that I copy outside of this state. Sure. And, and 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 take a look at what they're doing, what brands they choose to bring in. I'm not like bringing in every brand that I see out there. Because, uh, you know, social media is kind of tricky. You don't really, some stuff could look like it's doing amazing when it's just mm -hmm. really not. Yeah. So I do see it. I study it. I do what I can. And there's some stuff that just doesn't do well. I love it and it doesn't do well. You got to work really hard on, on telling customers about it mm -hmm. without being like, you know, a salesman. Yeah. Just introduce it to them and show them what you think of it. I think the honesty is, is is the best tool where you but just say you're you you probably won't like this you know like yeah just, just let them know you might like this you might not like this stay away 
Um, but you know, those are probably. I hope that answers the question. Those are oh, yeah. the things that I I forgot that the I question. Looked at, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things I'm curious about is um, because obviously you carry a lot of different types of products here, not just premium cigars. How often do you get customers that come in here for other, whether it's you know they they come in for cigarettes or you know uh, you know anything else that you have here? And they see the walk-in humidor, and they're like, "Oh, you got, you got cigars." And they walk in, and they're like, "What? How often do you get customers that come in for other, and they end up walking out of here with one or more premium cigars for the first time?" Yeah. So, a lot of there's a there. You know, you've seen the shop many times. Obviously, there's times where people do not see the humidor at all. They will ask for premium cigars. I have. A big humidor that has big windows you can see through obviously and they'll still say where are your cigars i thought you guys <laughs> had cigars here so it's pretty crazy um there's times where you know you, you walk in let them stay in the in the humidor walk in without you know let them let them kind of freely browse and check it out and so and you don't you don't walk in silently and just stare at them i don't do that no that's I try not to oh, do that's, that no that's not, not a good no, idea no, no, no. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to piggyback off that question and and i don't know if you guys know this is my home shop i spend most at least once a week here yeah, yeah. um how often do people interact with the guys that are smoking there they come in, they see us smoking, and we're like, "Oh, you guys got cigars? Hey, well, come on in. Let's let's show you what we're smoking." You know? Yep. How often do you your clients or your family or your friends that actually come here weekly help help you sell premium cigars? How many? How often how, does that happen? I, like, or, yeah, yeah, a lot. It happens a lot. It's uh, I people are free to say what what they want when they're hanging out in our shop. So I let them kind of do it. I, I sometimes I kind of, you know, just like nudge them a little bit. Like, Oh, take it easy. I know what this guy's doing. He's just going to come in and buy some curly heads. He's not going to buy anything else. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. And it just, you know, just, I, I kind of, you know, the customer. Yeah. These, these comments are hilarious tonight. We have to read a lot of these because they're funny. Hey bro, you guys carry, carry bass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny. Like you, honestly, like there's people that will come in and ask for a brand that I don't carry. For instance, let's just say I just use them as a, an example. Like I don't carry Alec Bradley. I don't carry him because I don't have room. I don't carry him because there's a lot of other brands that I can carry. Nothing wrong with it. In fact, I will point them to a shop that carries them. But let's just say for that that brand, for instance. I will literally get on my phone and say, which one do you like? I will read about the Alec Bradley they like or fill in the blank. I will read about the punch that they like. And I will say this blend. And I don't even know if it tastes like it or anything. I'll just because the average customer. It's all just their first time ever hearing this. Right. Hi, Lee. I don't know. Hey, buddy. Who is this guy? <laughs> I hope you heard what I said about you earlier. He said he didn't like you. Lee, are you are you ever going to come to Minnesota? I know you've never been here before. Mm. But uh if you if you ever come to Minnesota, I, I might actually come to the shop if you're if you ever come here. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> I think. 
so I will look up that blend. Okay, Honduran. No, this is. Uh, I go. Okay, let me tell you about another cigar that uses the same wrapper, and it just goes from there. Like the average customer is going to appreciate that and think, <laughs> okay, let's do it. Whatever. So they'll brother. walk out with a different cigar, but hopefully walk out with something. Yeah. And I don't look at it as like they must walk out because I need to make money. No, they must walk out with something because I'm introducing them to something brand new, something boutique, something small, or something large. I could just say, hey, look, the same company that makes Alec Bradley's blah, 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 or Factory, or now it's owned by General, you might be interested in this brand. They make this for them and this and that. So um, it, it's, yeah, you know, it, it does happen where they come in and just say, I know zero about cigars. I have a bachelor party. I need 10 cigars. I need yeah. a box. Let's go from there. And people think they're like, oh, but I don't want to spend $25 a steak. And I'm like, you would be the last person I tell to buy a Padron. Just start out with this yep. and we'll work our way up to it. And right. that even that, that genuine advice is, is going to bring them back again. Yeah. Um, because you really don't want any. I mean, it, it yeah, it's, it's more money, but they might just be like, I just spent $25 on this and I have no idea what it is. It was strong. It was, it didn't taste good, it, you know, because they're not gonna, you really have to build them to, you know, try new things first and work your way up and then, then try a shitty cigar like these <laughs> or something. <laughs> so, um, the, the customer that comes back that, uh, you know, that first timer, you know, they pick up, uh, one or two cigars. First time they're having a premium cigar. Maybe they're a cigarette smoker. Or maybe they've never had a cigar and, um, you know, you get them one or two, they come back. Um, how do you, you know, they come back and they say, Oh, I like this one that you, that I bought from you, but then you recommended this other one. And that, that one wasn't quite for me. How do you, in, in addition to curating the humidor that you have here, how do you then curate that customer to sort of the, to take that cigar journey? You know, how do you, how do you take them through it yeah. uh, from both a flavor and strength perspective, a price perspective, the whole bit? Yeah. I think the, the most important thing is to get them started on <coughs> a very, very, very quick introduction to just a little bit of education. So just, you know, and I'll, I'll use simple, like use the most simple terms possible. This cigar looks mild. It probably is mild. So I'll say Connecticut wrappers tend to be milder. And I'll literally say that some cigars look light like this, but may be strong. But most that are Connecticut wrappers, if you read Connecticut, it's going to be mild. But we all know that there's so many Connecticut's out there yeah. that are being made to be to have a little more strength a little more power a little more flavor but i tell them in general when you walk into a smoke shop or a you know uh a, a lounge just read 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 a couple of things on the label read the box if it says connecticut you're probably in the ballpark of mild to medium and then i show them i say listen grab this cigar smoke this ashton let's just say or a cle connecticut those are great intro cigars. And then I say, would you like to try something a little stronger, like a, you know, a, a medium flavored cigar for 
for just an experiment and then we'll go you know work into a if they say you know if they mention the words <laughs> they mention the words rocky or whatever it may be oh yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah. I, and then i move them on to that but I, I i say stay stay clear of uh of anything strong first and just work your way up save the bands write some notes you kind of give them homework so that they're excited to bring you back it's all really it sounds cheesy and kind of um i don't know salesman like yeah cliche sticky <laughs> i don't know but I do genuinely want them to come back and say, I love these. They were so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, I do it with like pipe tobacco. Uh, I don't want to, I don't, what, anything that I have in there, I will make sure to say, um, please let me know what you think. Yeah. And I think that's like kind of sales 101. Like you want the feedback, you want them to tell you. And man, I get messages from people all throughout the day and night and then sometimes like brand owners like lee will message me at like two in the morning <laughs> about some bs but which is fine but yeah i love that like i'm yeah. constantly on my phone it, it, it is a problem at some time you know I, I, sometimes but i really don't mind it most of them it's a problem for raul right now yeah most will start a conversation <laughs> by saying i apologize it's so late can you get this or this was so good this is so good uh um you know it's it, it it's part of the business now yeah it's almost like you know I, my son didn't get a his own cell phone until he was like 10 11 and now my daughter is eight nine years old and has one like it's just the the way it is yeah your your chat is open <laughs> you don't have to check it at 10 o'clock but you do but you do <laughs> so if they message you it's fine like it's it's totally cool yeah and that's the kind of you, you just want to get them to try something mild because you don't want them to like hate Eat it cigars, yeah, yeah exactly that that uh little response right there your hate is amazing that goes out to mark because ever since i started beating him at pickleball <laughs> he's been very aggressive and very hateful so i see you buddy Mark's not hateful. Oh, look at that. Mark is like the sweetest person. No, ever. not towards me. Oh, not when I beat him at pickleball. He's not. The uh, Michelle from CLE. Oh yeah. On the chat, uh, Michelle is a great example of somebody that sits in the lounge for two hours, three hours in your shop. Um, she's a great example of almost the opposite of what I said about reps in a good way. She will just engage and not even talk about cigars. Yeah. And then yeah. she'll leave and somebody will be like, what is she's the she's the rep for what? I go, yeah, CLE Asylum. You've tried them. She's great. Right. And and so there's a whole different there's so many different ways to, you know, stay involved within that shop, chatting it up, you know, like obviously having a woman rep is pretty cool. And then she's sitting down and hanging out with all the smoke, sometimes smoking a cigar. Not always. She's not always smoking a cigar, but she does. Um, that's pretty cool. Like, just engaging. A rep just coming in here to engage with customers is huge. Yeah. Um, and I give them full freedom to just walk in the humidor, follow a customer, and just tell hmm. them about your cigar. You can hmm. tell them just buy one stick, yeah. and Omar will take care of you at the register. I don't really <laughs> – it doesn't have to be free or anything. You know what I'm saying? But – um, that that's that's huge too. So just hang out, come in, chill. Yeah. Don't just like come in and 
what's the next order? What do you need? What do we want? What do you, what are you out of? What so was the question? What are the <laughs> what are the because there we see all over social media from you know whether it's nationwide, you know, if, if it's the brand account on Facebook or if it's some you know big shops account on Facebook or even local cigar groups. Um, you see buzz around different brands here and there, but there are some brands that for one reason or another have almost um, almost like rock star level loyalty from their from their fans. So what are what are one or two of the brands that you that just have ultra loyal like every time you have an event they're going to be here or every time a new release drops from them and you you put it out there they say oh man set aside a fiver for me or i'm going to be there right away and pick some up what are the ones that have that deep loyalty from the fans i can answer that for you <laughs> i mean i it's still he, he's such a new person to the industry but lee is still like people look forward to the stolen throne events the day the last one was over like that one is still i mean it's 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 pretty cool like even lee tells me like i don't know how but this this call to arms is so good in minnesota my the rest of the rest of the country is not a call to arms you know it's just they 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 stick to a brand or 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 a blend and love the guy and the person behind it and just they just love talking to him so i think lee is one of them um i think anything that the the black label trading company brand brings out people are pretty loyal to that yeah uh let's see crown heads does amazing with all their limiteds their core line is great but their limited edition seems to be and I've talked to other cus or other shops about this. Those guys will sell out of of limited releases so quick that 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 brand their LEs are are always really they they sell well they smoke well they age well. I think that brand does a a really good job of of picking their blends. Who else? I think. Um, you know, Padron's been doing a lot of cool, like, PCA-exclusive stuff. It's amazing how that brand can still have such a, an amazing, like, following. Yeah. Obviously, they're, they're, they, it's, it's, a, it's a no-brainer. If you're, if you're a regular cigar smoker and you jump to the Padron's, it's one of those that I just got a message from a customer slash friend of mine literally just said i wish i could smoke 25 dollars cigars every day is there anything like this that's not 25 dollars i said I, I don't know yeah but you can smoke their core line their classic you know their their thousand series that that's going to be just as good quality and, and it's going to smoke great it's going to be wide open it's going to taste excellent uh what else yeah the, i mean those brands yeah. are are going to be a hit almost every time and they don't do a a, a great time like the also the amazing thing about lee's stuff is that it i hate that i'm talking about him so much <laughs> his price point, his price point is so good and he's kept it that way and i do i i kind of complain about some of these brands that 
and 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 I don't know what it's like to own a cigar brand, and I know it's tough. Prices are what they are, but some brands raise prices every year, and some brands just don't. Yeah. So I don't know what the what the what the big. I've been doing this for for a long time, but I still don't understand a lot of it. So I, I don't I don't judge brands that badly. It's just that's how we see it. Like, well, that that actually that segues nicely to my next question. Yeah. I'm, I finished my crook of the crown. I'm gonna light up a poison dart here from uh, Blackwork Studios. Um, but you talked about pricing, you know, and some companies because pretty much every year, most companies, like you said, they they either announce it or they just, you know, uh, they don't announce it publicly, but to, you know, to retailers like you, they say, oh, Hey, prices on these products are going up this year. Yep. But this month, uh, they'll say like, yeah, next week, <laughs> starting. Yeah. Whatever. September 1st, but above and beyond just yearly price increases, there's been a trend and I've talked to a lot of people about this lately. And I love to get everybody's take. There's been a trend where you see more and more companies coming out with $20, $28, $38, maybe more dollar per per unit cigars. Um, what's your take on on that? And is it sustainable? Yeah. Is it where do you see it going? That's my big word for the week. <laughs> Very good. I I tend to stay away from them. If it's not a padrone. I'm really worried. I, I get scared. I'm just not. We're just not that Stop kind of. That, that we're just not that kind of shop that is is pushing for that price point. Um, Roma Craft is another one that keeps their prices pretty pretty low. Like they're they're really good at, and we haven't carried Roma Craft for very long, six seven months now, and it's uh it's one of those that, you know, they keep it. Sizes small, simple, cost effective, and it and it's it looks really good. You know the the, the price tag is really good. Uh, I don't I don't I stay away from it until somebody, two or three, customers ask for it. Yeah. Someone said something about Saka has that cult following that pay whatever. Yeah, that's very true. I don't care yeah. Saka, and it's one of those that I worry about. Um, their, their box sizes are huge. I think their initial, I'm not really sure what their initial buy-in is. I just, I love Sokka stuff. Most of that I've, most of the stuff that I've smoked has been amazing, but I, I worry. I just don't know how well it would do in our market. That's just my customers. Um, my customers will tell me they love something and I, you know, I know what shops carry them. I'll push them towards there. There's Davidoff accounts. There's Saka accounts in this state. I know which ones they are. I see all of them. I tell them, you know, go go find them there. I have no problem with that. And people do uh, do the same thing for our shop also. They'll tell you, know, find yeah. them at Ramsey. But to me, if it's a brand that I know, like, that, that I know has a great following and they just happen to have a limited that came out that's in that price range, Man, it still takes a while to sell. You yeah. don't want to go in too deep with it. I didn't order that new Crown Head cigar, even though I like the, you know, no, the, no, the La Veretta. The, oh. Yes, that 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 cigar is twenty two dollars, I think. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I just I didn't go for it. I don't know. I, I just don't. I haven't smoked it yet. I have a sample. I haven't smoked, 
but I'm not sure how well that would do. That, that would be a tough one too. Uh, right. I'm very careful even with Padrones. I don't have a lot of back stock in Padrones. I have some that I know move, but when they come out with something new, I'm, you know, I'm only buying like a handful of naturals and a handful of Maduro. Maybe I'll increase the Maduro and go down on the naturals. It's still a twenty six thirty dollars, you know, thirty dollars stick. Right. It's a lot to ask from the customer, and yeah. you don't know how long it's going to go on for. Are they going to just try it once and never go again? Exactly. And and then you're sitting on it. And yeah. It's tough. Um. Well, I think is it. I'm looking here. Is it? I'm think. Is it I time? Think, I think it's time. Is it? All right. It is now time for this week's. Numero de los Muertos. And as always, Numero de los Muertos brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. I'm Steve here with the joke to tell you about Smoke In's Cigar of the Month Club. Every month, I personally handpick five premium cigars. Another great feature is our Double Down Club. With a simple check mark, you can get double this great selections every month and save $10. Every month there's a special discount code where if you like any of the selections, you get them at a special discounted rate for our Cigar of the Month Club members. We've made it super simple. All you gotta do is log into your account. There's a little green button there. If it's green, you're active. You wanna take a break going out of town? Simply hit the button and you'll deactivate your membership. We get the stuff out on the 28th of every month. Our membership bills on the 28th and we get every member's package out on the 28th if it's a shipping day. All delivered to your door for $34.95. Five great reasons on what makes Smoking Cigar of the Month Club the best club out there. Check it out. Peace. All right. Numero de los Muertos, episode 211. Uh, this is going to be a tough one for you guys, but it's going to be fun. Bring it. Nonetheless. I'm the just going to look at comments on here while you do oh that. yeah so the the number is one <laughs> anal beads no no uh the number is one you're gonna have that one day and this happened in 2013 so yeah good luck you gotta name wow. what what uh, what uh, what was the cause of death for this one person in 2013? Was it one land? Person. Was it on the land? Was it on sea? Uh, land. Okay. I'm so bad at this game. When you guys play this, it's terrible. I can never guess it. Okay. Focus. Ebola? I was going to say jumped off or fell off a cruise, but it's not. It's land. Okay. Cruise ship. Yeah, on land. Cruise ship death. Not a cruise ship death. Someone oh. got burnt by a laser beam. <laughs> laser beam. No, no lasers. How about? It was in Brazil. Okay. It was a, it was, it was a mountain biking crash. An animal <laughs> hit a mountain biker. Uh, No. That happens with deers more than you think. Was I like close? You had a pause there. There, there was a piece of what you said that was that was in the ballpark. Animal or riding a bike? Animal. <laughs> uh, not a famous person. No, well, I'm, I mean, I guess this person did become famous uh, for dying in this very very strange way. Did that happen in the USA? Brazil. I, I said, yeah, Brazil. Brazil. 
to be specific, Caratinga, Brazil. Ah. Uh, I know that narrative. Yeah, I know you're like, oh, I got it now. Totally got it now. Hmm. One. Person, no energy drink. One person in the world. It's got an animal in it. They didn't, Animals don't drink it. They didn't fall off the Jesus statue. No poison frogs. Um, I, no. <laughs> attacked by. Hey, you got a cousin that died now. Uh, uh, you you said the, you yep. said the name of the animal. Oh, if I remember right, a little bit ago when you were talking about somebody on their bike. Oh, did I say be, nope? Bear or deer or moot? No, bear. No, nope. did I say bear? Hit by a flying squirrel. No. Well, what's a what's an animal that's very common in Brazil? No, not a dog. No, not a goat. A monkey. It's not goat sex pickle. <laughs> a monkey? Is there? No, not a monkey. Uh, Snakes. No. Frogs. Brazilians. <laughs> there are a lot of Brazilians in Brazil. See, he's so hateful. Cows. A cow. Okay. Yes, cows is correct. But what is? There's something specific about how a cow caused a person to die. He sat on him. She sat on him. No. Fell. The milk died from the milk. Daniel Dominic. That feels like a, oh. there may have been a little googling going. On. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna call you out, but there feels like there may have been a little googling going on in the background. That's it, huh? In 2013, Mister, I think that's a male's name, uh, Joao Maria de Souza, was fatally crushed by a cow that fell through the roof of his home. Aww. What do you live by? In Caratinga, Brazil. The cow had apparently climbed onto the roof from a nearby hillside. All right. So a cow fell, uh, crashed through the roof of his house and Is killed him. Is the cow all right? Is the cow? The cow's probably fine. Oh, it's probably hamburger by now. It was <laughs> yeah. a while ago. Yeah, it was 2013. I mean, it's 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, that's so if you're going to, um, if, if you're going to, you know, have cattle. Don't have your house so close to a hillside that they can just walk right walk onto right. the roof of your place. <laughs> that is there. There you go. Um, you got <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Brody. Yeah, I, I'm ignoring Mark from now on. Nice. <laughs> I just got to ask Mark one question. Next time we play volleyball. Volleyball. I mean, excuse pickleball? me, pickleball. Cotton or feathers? <laughs> what does that mean? What pillows he's going to bite on? Oh, boy. Oh, yikes. Are we sure no one else died the same way that year? <laughs> as far as I'm aware, no one else died from the same thing in the same year. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think we can call that, <laughs> we can call that a, safely call that a one off. Uh, so that was this week's. Numero de los muertos. All right. Great, great research. Who does the research on these questions? I did that. I, I looked that one up literally while we were g going on the air late. That I was on my oh, phone. I'm that's... like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Nino numero de los muertos. Do do, oh, shit. Do you do on this day? No. Oh, okay. No, that's it's, all, just, it's a just a mixture. Okay. It's always a mixture. What is the meaning of the... 
phrase? N- the number of the dead ones. Oh, yes. Yeah. Death by state. It was a cow. <laughs> it was a catastrophe. <laughs> oh, I love you, people. With it was the puns. a catastrophe. Yeah. I love it. Bring the puns. That's what I say. Uh, all right, let's jump into the lightning round, and the lightning round brought to us by J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brick House. Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and the American J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on the cigars or their visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right, Omar. I know you've heard these questions a lot, but you this is the first time we get to hear your answers, so... If you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? Ooh. Well, I don't know why, but like right away, uh, I thought of, um, what's her name? Paris Hilton. I don't know. What? I, I don't know why. I don't really, I care zero about her. But for some reason, I think I saw her commercial today. And I was just thinking, like, she has to do nothing in this commercial. And she's probably paying off very well. So Okay, I'm not going to think of her. Hold on a second. You would have to sit there for 10 whole minutes. I know. I, know. I don't know if there's 10 minutes worth of thoughts in her head. I, I don't I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring her up to bash her, but I brought her up because I. that's what I'll I bash her for you. It's okay. Let me think. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, no. That looking for for that blonde is like, gosh, let's think here. Do a lot of dead air, but come on, I got this. Living person, you know. Sometimes I'd like to think, I'd like to know, like, uh, this is not say this. In, is there any like you know? There's obviously a lot of famous blind people, but sometimes I just I don't want to know what it's like. But like the things the blind people have to to go through and what they're thinking, you know what I mean? Like yeah. certain times where I'm just like the way they have to process the world. Yeah, yeah. Like I would, I wouldn't say. I, I, obviously, they make it work. They're amazing. Yeah, at, you know they pick up everything, and I think. Either, either that or, or somebody that's, you know, you know, I just want to put myself in their, in their shoes for yeah. like one day or 10 minutes of that, just not being able to see anything for, and just completely like visualizing every, somehow, I mean, what their dreams are like, what they're thinking, what they think you look like, what is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love really, that. That's really, it's really weird, but it, it's, uh. How they dream. That's a great answer, honestly. Yeah, right? I love because, yeah, you think about it, that somebody who's blind or somebody who's deaf, they experience the world completely differently than than what us able-bodied people are used to. That's, man, that's a really thoughtful answer. I love and there's that. there's like a, there's a customer of ours that smokes cigars. And we, uh, we usually pick out a cigar for him, tells us what he wants, sits down, we cut it, we light it, we take the the band off for him and i just like you know he he feels it out he feels it first he goes yeah that's the size and he's 
he's you know kind of he starts to peel I, I started to learn that his cigars fall apart and i was like why is that happening to you and i noticed that he would start peeling off his own bands and Oh. And as he's doing that, he's he's kind of you know the, the 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 wrapper is falling apart. Yeah. So I have uh, I started doing it for him. So I'll take the band off for you, and, and you want to treat you want to treat everybody equally. But at the same time, I just want to know like how there uh, um, there's a band called Pelican, and, and they're instrumental band only, and and we went to. This was years ago. We went to their concert. They have a cult follow, quite quite the following there. Chicago band. They're really great instrumental band. And I was talking. They were about to set up, or somebody, an opening band was set up. This was kind of like a small venue, and we were outside hanging out with some of some of their fans. And one of the guys said, "You know what I think Pelican sounds like? I think Pelican is like it's what the it's it's what deaf people hear." Oh wow! And it was kind of, kind of a, a unique way to look at it because they're very like, uh, they're sludgy a little bit, and they're kind of uh, atmospheric, a sort of like guitars and drums. It's just very dreamy, kind of. And even their their albums and their artwork is all kind yeah. of, it's it's super super out there. And that's always another thing that I always thought about in life, like. Yeah, like it's like a soundtrack to a deaf person. It's a soundtrack. So what is going on in these brains? You know yeah. what I mean? Like a blind person or a deaf person. Or, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Nice. And imagine what it's like to smoke something you don't see. Oh yeah. You know what That's... I mean? Like you're not you you don't even see smoke. Like it's so sounds so silly, Well, I, but... I did that actually. So before how about that cigar? I was with Blind Man's Puff. And I went to the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival in January of 2018. And we were at the Placencia factory. And they actually picked, uh, what, four of us, I think, from the crowd that was doing the Placencia factory tour to sit down at a table. And they actually put blind, real blindfolds on us oh, and cool. set three cigars in front of us and wanted us to smoke each of the three cigars and you know say what we thought about them and see if we could pick out you know what it was and they took the bands off of them and so i'm literally smoking a cigar blind so i after they they cut and lit the cigar for me i start puffing on it and i i literally while I, between puffs i would take the cigar obviously without the band on it like this one and I would roll it and I would sort of swipe my thumb over the wrapper to feel what, if the wrapper was re really textured or smooth or oily yeah. and, and kind of and that kind of thing, because it, it was totally a different experience because uh, otherwise away. I couldn't I could smell the cigar and taste the cigar. But I couldn't. It makes such a difference when you can actually, you know, <laughs> see that texture and the veininess of the wrapper leaf and the tooth and all that stuff. Yeah, did you did you? Could you figure anything out from that? Yeah, I mean, they were they 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 did make it a little kind of simpler, where it's just like, you know, there's a mild cigar, there's a medium cigar, and there's a strong cigar, and which is which, um, and you could tell which was which, but it was a lot of fun doing it that that very different way. But you you were talking about a band that you're super into, um, and 
that leads into the next lightning round question, which is just perfect. And that is, if you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be? Ooh. And you can't use one of your own songs. No, 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 no. I. If you guys didn't know real quick, Omar was in a band, a punk rock band. It was pretty good. It was fun. I'm, I'm going to change the subject really quick. There's a couple of funny. We have you guys need a you need a segment where you do you guys do super you used to do super chats where people not necessarily pay but whatever it is that super chats are. If somebody wants theirs read, we got to read it. Some of these are so funny. Go up. Somebody said something. Uh, Travis, yes, funny. Hold on. Keep going. I'm going to answer the question. I just. What did I just? No, no, too far up. I think. No, 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 not all. My wife. My wife. <laughs> so he said, "My wife would be one that I would." Oh yeah, that I'm not brave enough for that. I'm. I always say, whenever somebody says my wife, I say you're braver than I am. I would. Yeah. I'd, he just want like he wants to know what she's thinking. <laughs> I, I'm too scared that's, to know. That's classic. Lightning round lasted 20, 20 minutes. Okay, real quick. <laughs> yeah, mean, it's Omar. Pantera. I could like Pantera is probably one. I love the it's like I love the band. That music would just be fun to what to, song, bro? I don't know. Five don't minutes know. alone. Probably something off Great Southern Trend Kill. I don't I mean, you know, like there there's so many great songs on that album. That whole album, I'll just what I'll take care I'll 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 I'll, I'll yeah, I'd wipe out the whole bar with that. With that. <laughs> you guitar. I've never been in a fight all my, my entire life. You guitar player? Somehow, no, no, no. I just, I just screamed. I'm vocal. Oh, you were the yeller. Okay, yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So, um, if the zombie apocalypse comes, who are three people from the cigar industry that you want on your zombie ap- apocalypse survival team? Uh, say it again. Who are three people that you would want oh, yeah, from the cigar industry on your zombie apocalypse survival team? Oh, man. Ooh, my team. <laughs> we do have a time limit, buddy. I know. I know. Out here by we, midnight. Don't, we don't I, have any midnight. Time I can't imagine myself living with any of these guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I would say, uh, man, these are tough. I should have remembered, tried to remember this was going to be. Maybe you should have watched one episode. I thought we were going to move on to another question to the other people here, but that wouldn't make sense. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. Let's do that. Uh, Let me see. Skip Martin. uh, No, just kidding. I don't know. It's a tough one. I would say, like, my customers. Skip's a good choice. No. But He's got why? a lot of guns. But why? Okay, that's what I was trying to think of. Like somebody with a lot of guns. I guess. Lamb. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you need a sacrificial lamb, somebody you can outrun. Somebody large. <laughs> somebody the, the uh they can eat while you keep running. <laughs> but I mean I mean I would have to be with like I wonder if my wife is watching. I would <laughs> It would they would have to be a, a woman from the industry, right? Like one, right? I would have to. Oh, to know. 
bro, you're going deep with this one. I mean, this is. Yeah. I know it's lightning. I don't know. You're thinking about yeah, this no one. No lightning like... around here. No. <laughs> by the way, Tony, you can't outrun me. I would trip you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I would say Lee, right? Because he'll just be like, you know, let, let's work on the next cigar together or something. Or <laughs> there you <whatever>. go. <laughs> what are we gonna? When are we? When are we doing the event? Or how many are you gonna order? Yeah. What's your show deal? <laughs> or what's your show order? Yeah, I'm gonna stop right there. No, it's all good. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's jump into this week's notable smokables and notable smokables brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion notable purpose uh so each week we name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us this could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that maybe we smoke for the first time in a really long time or a cigar that's brand new to the market that we smoked for the first time ever uh so omar what's something you smoked recently uh that stood out to you are we doing all three all three of us yeah you go yeah. first mine is is Something I smoked on Saturday at Smolder. Oh, yeah. I, I'm kind of biased. I don't know if you guys know this, but what I do for a living. Mm. <laughs> and it's by... Uh, which part? Which Black... What, what do you do for a living? Which, I sell you cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and? <laughs> um, Mr. Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah. By uh, Black Star. Excuse me. By Black Star. I, uh, I love the band. Yeah. And then it's got a shaggy foot. And I smoked it. And I was like... Wow, this is solid. Yeah, it's a really good cigar. Yeah, oh, I yeah. got I got one at the trade show, but I haven't smoked it yet. Um, you but I've heard good things. I might have a box somewhere. Oh, you might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Justin? Omar's trying to think here, so it's gonna be a while. I'll I'll say it for you. The morphine, black label morphine, phenomenal. Yeah. That's a good Lancero. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Um, mine was uh, so Aventura did that piece of heart cigar for charity, the green, the the green yeah. band. Yep. Thanks. Yep. That, in the five packs. Yep. Um, I smoked my last one. Um, I think it was Saturday after my wife and I did yard work, uh, sitting on the porch at the end of the day. Uh, smoked that uh, last one that I had out of the the piece of heart because I bought a bunch of those. Mm. Um, really you, super mild. I know where you can get more. Oh, yeah, we still have some. I'll I'll uh, I'll <laughs> I'll take care of that uh, very soon. Um, yeah, it's 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 even milder than the Queen's Pearls. Really, uh, but really nice cigar. Um, it's one of those cigars that it's just got great flavor, but it's super mild. Uh, burns great. Uh, smoke my last one, love it, and uh, yeah, so that's a home run for me. Uh, you think of one, Omar? I did. Okay. So a friend of mine gave me a Ezra Zion from a oh, long. Wow. Yeah, I know it's really. I would. I don't smoke. I I haven't smoked an Ezra in a long time. It's really weird, and I want to say I can't remember the name of it. It's a it's box pressed. It has no. It didn't have a band on it. It was recently sold by Cigar Fed. Okay. On their website, and he picked up picked picked some up. I want to say like something like Knuckle something or. Okay. It was an Ezra Zion. 
Yeah, yeah, they that's one of those it's a weird one because they have one of those so brands that made exclusives. They made yeah, a splash so. for a long time and then they went to SigFed and only and catalog only yep, and yep. kind of lumped in with the when the nomad purchase, so nomad and and all that's kind of part of the same deal. Knuckle <laughs> got him. Got him. That might be. Should, yeah, that's the don't one. Go, don't give don't give the cigar industry any ideas, Mark. That's going to be a cigar name like yeah. next week. That's going to be Omar's exclusive. <laughs> All right, so that was notable smokables uh, brought to you by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. Uh, and now let's give you guys our coming attractions. Those are brought to us by A.J. Fernandez, born and raised in Cuba. A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. Uh, so, guys, we have some very cool stuff coming up. Uh, first and foremost, next week, we have Miguel Chaudel from Crown Heads back on the show. Uh, so be sure to tune in for that. Uh, on September 11th, this is going to be a special uh, tribute show. Uh, we're going to have Juan Cancel from Protocol Cigars. Uh, among him will be some other uh, New York first responders who were there on the ground during 9-11 and the aftermath. And uh, we're going to uh, pay tribute to some of the fallen people who uh, gave their lives that day and um, who uh, even some who uh, unfortunately are still suffering, you know, some of those act after effects all these years later uh, and learn about their stories. Uh, so be sure to tune in for that as well. Uh, September uh, September 14th, we will be uh, live at Cigars and Baseball, so do not forget about that. And again, go to CigarsBaseball.com uh, to find out how you can participate. Uh, and then in uh, September 18th, uh, we have Scott Pierce and Josh Haberski from the Premium Cigar Association. Uh, very excited to catch up on the special details about the wonderful victory that the uh, Premium Cigar business had against the FDA and uh, what the next steps are going to be uh, for all of that. Uh, so Omar, thank you, brother, so much for thank having you. us at your shop. I have one question for Omar. Oh, yeah, yeah. One question. When are you going to have a shop exclusive? Oh, oh that's very cool. That is a good ex good question. Uh, I don't have any plans. It's I, totally okay. selfish by my opinion. I know. It, it would be really cool. I think the, the right the you know it's just kind of the right time, right place, the right brand. I'm open for it. It's Lee. it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be fun. I think it would be a cool a cool brand to do one with. Yes. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be fun. Um, so if if you guys are in, um, if you live in the Twin Cities area and you have not yet uh, come to pick up some cigars from Ramsey Smoke Shop, I highly recommend you do. Uh, it is. This is this is one of those hidden gems. And we, if you don't live in the Twin Cities area, what we really recommend that you do is, you know, find the tobacco shops and the smoke shops that are in your area. And they may not look like premium cigar shops, but 
chances are if you just, you know, spend some time, you know, a couple weekends a month just driving around your area to those smoke shops, chances are you're going to find a hidden gem just like Omar's shop here where they have a good selection of premium hand-rolled cigars on the shelf available and good people who know what to recommend and um, maybe even some spots where uh, you can hang out and, you know, smoke with some good people in your area. So wherever you live, look for those hidden gem shops because they are out there. You just got to put in a little bit of work to get to them. And where, can we find Omar? And where uh, Omar, where can people find out more about Ramsey so Smoke everything Shop? is uh, all our, our username. All that I mentioned is the Ramsey Smoke Shop. All one word. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X. I don't use that often, but um, at Ramsey Smoke Shop. And we have an event September 9th with Lee Marsh, Stolen Throwing Cigars. Uh, he'll be here, and it'll be a good time. Wait, wait, wait. Will Matt Ty be here? I don't know. He's invited. He's always an open invitation for Matt. Any, t- any ties. Yeah, it's I, I get grief from Lee because... The two times he's been to Minnesota, I've been out of town. I know. But I literally, the, what, as soon as uh, you posted the event on September 9th, and you posted it a while ago. Yes. I looked at my calendar. <laughs> I talked to my wife, and I, I blacked out the whole day for myself. <laughs> so I will be here, barring some unforeseen, like, you know, car breakdown or hospitalization. Red carpet, yeah. Red. <laughs> nice. No, the red carpet should be for Lee, not for me. And, and uh, Skip, we have a uh, a super superstar in the house. Hey, Skip Martin Skip has has joined. Yeah, I'm smoking the Volstead. Yeah, smoking Omar smoking the Volstead right now. You were mentioned in the podcast once or twice. Once already, or twice. But... Once or twice. And then what? Was, what else was I going to mention? I think so you got stolen thrown yep. on September 9th. Yep. Yep. Oh, and we have we're one of the ten stores carrying the Argos. So if you want to call in to order it or no, look up the other shops in your area that carry Argos. Um, they have those. I heard they're sold out from the warehouse. Yeah. So they're all at the stores now. So. So yeah. It- in general, you're not in the mail order business, but if somebody Correct. if somebody calls in and there's something special that they can't get somewhere else, yeah, we you'll can take, take care, care of it. Of it. Yeah. Yep, yep, no yeah. problem. Very nice. Well, Omar, it was a pleasure being here at Ramsey Smoke Shop nice this evening. Here. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, we appreciate you. And uh, you know, if you guys are in the Twin Cities area, check it out and uh, check out uh, Ramsey Smoke Shop on all your favorite social media. We want to thank all our viewers for sticking with us here on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, Thank you guys so much for being with us as always. If you're listening on the audio podcast, thanks again so much for listening to How About That Cigar Live. Uh, Take just a moment, if you would, please like and subscribe on all of our social medias. So go on Facebook and like the page and follow so you don't miss anything. Go on to the YouTube channel and be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss anything. Uh, you can find us on all your favorite audio podcast platforms, whether that's Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Google, Apple, all the all the big ones were out there. Um, and uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and all other social media platforms. You will find us at HBT Cigar. And of course, guys, until we see you next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks. 
Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium cigars.